and the words of my mouth and the meditations of all my heart be acceptable to the sight of the Lord, the rock of my redemption. A wonderful thing that happens in here. When the light is just right, and the church is quiet, and you are standing still, and the eyes of your heart are open, you might see it. If you stand back there by the baptismal font at the entrance to the church, you may see the beautiful window reflected in the water. A visual reminder of the Holy Spirit's presence in your baptism. The water and the words, the prayers and the celebrations as you were marked as Christ's own forever. The connection from heaven to that spark right there on earth. No distance at all. And the water is the way that you see this. The way eternity is reflected back to us. And the way we are joined to Christ on our baptism. And in the simple way of life, the meaning of the water create this image to remind us of our presence here right now. Our presence in this place, in our lives. Water. It's in today's gospel story. You've referred to it as the lake of Genesis. We know it more familiarly as the Sea of Galilee. It's the same body of water. A body of water that occupies a central place in the land of Israel. And in the stories we hear of Jesus' ministry. Water. It's no accident that water is so important in Christian faith. Our human bodies are 65% water. 71% of the surface of the earth is water. Water springs from our eyes when we eat, and both joy and The creation stories in Genesis begin with God separating the water from every chance. And water continues to play a role in the story of God's people from the great flood. Moses' journey as an infant in a floating basket. The Israelites fleeing for freedom through the Red Sea. Jesus promising living water to the woman by the well. And calming a variety of storms with his word and his presence. Ministry surrounds the Sea of Galilee, and the original disciples, Simon Peter, James, and John, who you hear about today, were fishermen, called by shore to follow Jesus. So it seems no accident 
that Jesus teaches the crowd in today's story from the world. He takes one of the boats and goes out a little way, and he speaks to the crowd that is gathered on the shore. From a practical sense, perhaps this was his way of being able to see them better, and for them to be able to see him better, and to have his voice added to a large crowd, because we don't know how strong he is. But it strikes me as a much richer theological image than that. Jesus is there on the water. We don't know what it was like that day, but that body of water can be quite stormy. And he rides whatever waves or ripples are going on in this little boat. Picture him singing in that small boat on the water. He's living, breathing, dynamic, speaking to us from the most powerful place of water tradition, water baptism. And he is waving his arms as he speaks. And he is completely at home in the boat on the drop of the water. Now you all know the power names and the amazing living of the churches. It's constructed in the shape of an upside down boat. This is a very specific and design decision to remind us that we, as the church, are gathered into the boat with Jesus. We are born upon the waves of our baptism, along with Jesus. And he always says, do not be afraid. Every time there is a storm, whenever we feel afraid, he says it over so I see today's gospel story with the image of Jesus on the water. The kind of companion piece to that reflection that we might catch a glimpse of in our baptismal moment. Jesus on the water, teaching the crowd, is not assurance. That reminder that God is with us in all things. But the image of the window reflected that there, Jesus reflects and inhabits and protects and teaches us through the storm, the calm places, and the shores of our life. After this service, we will hold our annual meeting by the Zoom. We'll have to go home to do that. And as we reflect on our life together in 2021 and look ahead to this new year, may we trust that God was and is present in all our prayers, all our meetings, all our days. We have weathered storms this past year. 
now for a few more days when the boat is dropped over the waves to catch the sea. Jesus is in the boat all the time. It's by tears for those who have lost or come of separation. We celebrated a successful joy campaign in the fruits of that. In our public ministries and we revitalized youth programs, and Jesus rejoices in the heart of the The one final point about today's gospel that is particularly important for the community. This is the part of the story that we need to remember. Jesus tells Simon Peter, Don't worry, because from now on you will be catching people. This comes right after they called in the largest catch of fish ever. And here Simon Peter is scratching his head. Catching people? What is he talking about? Clearly, the story shows God's power of abundance, right? All of those things. But Jesus tells Simon Peter that the familiar rhythm of catching fish is the only Jesus tells him that by following Jesus, those rhythms that they know Those gifts that they have been given by God will be transformed into something new. Something not yet defined or explained. So on this day for us, for Trinity Church, may that be true for us as well. We trust that by following Jesus, we too will be called to do things we do not yet know. And there are things that we can know about. New ways of being together, new ways of serving the world that God will place on our hearts. People God will bring into our lives. Promises that Jesus is here with us in it all, and we will be transformed as individuals and as a community. So, what for the woman? What for the woman? Tears of joy, tears of sadness, icy patches, roaring oceans, and still. Reflecting the Holy Spirit, the beauty of invitation to creativity and life. Water 